Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from May 3rd until May 10th as we move through the second eclipse portal of 2023. We're also going to see Venus enter Cancer this week and we have the once a year Sun conjunct Uranus energies coming up as well. So we are definitely still in these powerful evolutionary eclipse energies and this particular Scorpio lunar eclipse is significant in what it's closing out for you. It is an ending. It is about being very complete with certain energies, experiences, even parts of your own emotional world that you're looking to evolve and elevate. This could feel like a more emotional eclipse as well because it is Scorpio and because it is a lunar eclipse. And this is meant to be a purging and detox of energies, deep energies, deep emotional imprints that you've been holding and experiencing. Because this is our last Scorpio eclipse until 2031, and it's working with the South Node in Scorpio, there are things that you are meant to finalize, to complete, and to end. And this is meant to give you a deeper connection to your truth. It's also supporting you in facing something, facing a fear, facing an ending, facing a removal? Where have you been afraid of your own transformational journey and perhaps unconsciously holding yourself back from more of what awaits you, from more of what the universe wants to bring in and reveal to you? But if there have been emotional blocks, if there has been any kind of attachment, any kind of unhealthy karmic cycle. This is your opportunity to fully own it and release it. And that is something that's coming up strongly for many of us, but also something that's working with us at a generational level. Now, I just did a special podcast episode for you on Monday, May 1st, discussing the Scorpio lunar eclipse more. So please listen to that episode if you want more about the energies of this particular eclipse on May 5th occurring at 15 degrees of Scorpio as I hope it gives you insights into what might be coming up for you into what might be revealed as well as the new parts of yourself to invite in and to welcome in as well. This is the final Scorpio eclipse for this decade, and luckily, the energy cycle for it is shorter than the energy cycle of the Aries solar eclipse that we had on April 19th and 20th, meaning this particular Scorpio lunar eclipse is probably going to last for just about six months or so, whereas the Aries solar eclipse is going to be unfolding for a few years. So this has a shorter eclipse cycle. And what that means is that the energies that are triggered and activated for an eclipse play out over months. They play out over a certain amount of time 
even if something doesn't happen the day of the eclipse, the eclipse brings in that energy. It activates that energy cycle that then shows up over the next six months. So what we have here are the energies coming up for us to be aware of and conscious of and to have a heads up that this part of our life is changing. This part of our world is evolving. And that's why it's important to look at the house that the eclipse is occurring in for you. So you would identify where you have 15 degrees of Scorpio in your chart, as this is where those eclipse energies will be showing up through the environment of that house. And if you need to identify where this eclipse is for you, I have a video for you on YouTube called How to Find a Degree Point in Your Astrology Chart. I walk you through that as a tutorial and then you can see which house this eclipse is in because that's where you're going to experience energies changing over. In Scorpio, there are permanent developments, permanent endings, permanent closures. There can be death of some kind, and that doesn't mean literal death. It can mean an energetic death. You're done with something, an area of your energy, an area of your consciousness, some part of your life, and there is a turnover that occurs with Scorpio. It's a churning energy, and part of that Scorpio journey is trusting the ending, trusting the closing, trusting what it means to stand more in your power and to allow that to guide you forward, even when it's unknown or uncertain. So we're going to see this play out across the world, but also individually, these endings, what needs to be closed out because it's no longer sustainable in some form or some capacity. Now, even though the eclipse is in Scorpio, we have a lot of energies in Taurus as we are still moving through Taurus season. We have the sun in Taurus, Uranus in Taurus, Mercury retrograde in Taurus, the North Node in Taurus. We also have the asteroid Vesta in Taurus. And what I think of in terms of the energies of this eclipse is that with the Scorpio undercurrents of getting rid of what is underneath the surface, basically uprooting something, pulling it out by all its roots, and you could be surprised by where those roots lead, how much they have developed and grown in the ground, how much they are connected perhaps to other lifetimes, to other cycles, to other energy patterns. Well, with Scorpio, we dig in and there's a removal. It's a very big excavation of energy. Then the Taurus energy brings in the fresh grounding, which I see as filling in where those roots were, filling in that excavation. Maybe it's a giant hole. Maybe there was something that came up and out, and now it's just very bare. Taurus brings in the fresh dirt, the fresh earth. Taurus brings in the ability to stabilize and 
occupy that place of permanent removal with something new and fresh that's a better fit, that's better for your energy, that supports you. So there's a sense here of, yes, there could be some big removals, but the strong Taurus energy is going to provide you with something else, something new that is better in its place, that actually feels healthier more satisfying, more real. It's also going to give you, I feel this as the opportunity to exhale, lean back and tap into peace in yourself. Tap into the simple frequency of joy. What does that feel like for you now? When you turn a corner, when you're absolutely complete, when you're putting up some kind of very clear boundary that you're not tolerating nonsense, you're not tolerating lower vibes, you're not tolerating games or anything fake, anything that isn't even authentic or from the heart, you fill it in with what is true for you that is supporting your self-worth, that's supporting what you value, that's supporting even how you feel grounded, clear, and safe on this planet. And I feel like that's part of this topsy-turvy energy of a lunar eclipse is that we are returning to what we truly need. Not what we thought we needed or what we got tangled up in or what we thought was going to be supportive. The universe is bringing your attention, pointing an arrow at actually what is rooted in a past life energy cycle that doesn't match your current reality. It's not a frequency fit. It doesn't match. There's too many gaps. There's too many discrepancies. It's like the energies are too different. And so this is where the universe is saying, you don't have to keep going down this path. You don't have to repeat this cycle. Let's pull it up and out by its roots. And if you've done any kind of gardening or you've been out on the earth and you've explored anything with roots, you can be surprised by how deeply those roots go. But when you're intent on pulling out those weeds, pulling out things that just don't work. They don't serve you. You don't need it. What is this doing here? I don't want this in my life. I'm so over this. I've been over it. And now I'm finally removing the weeds. Sometimes those weeds come out really easily, even if they're deeply rooted in, even if they have a very tangled system underneath in the dirt. You'd be surprised not only by how the roots can be pulled out, but how quickly they can come out as well. So I feel like that's what we're doing here is uprooting something that maybe is karmic, uncomfortable, no longer a fit for you, your path, your growth. And the universe says, we're getting rid of it and we're going to plant in something even better that does match who you are, what you need, and what your path is about. But there is going to be a renovation process. And part of the Scorpio energy is about regeneration. And part of the Taurus process is trusting that things take time, that it might not show up quickly, that it might not evolve in a speed that you prefer. But when you are putting in new earth, new dirt, You're grounding into something that is going to feel truer, more authentic, and more peaceful. And so this 
directly relates to new earth energy. And that's where I'm going with this, is that part of this Scorpio lunar eclipse is asking you to actively and consciously work with new earth energies in your life. And what does that look like for you? What does that mean? Because you could have some insights of how that feels, what you want in your world, what you want in your life. And this eclipse can help you get there. It can help you cycle out what isn't a part of your new earth experience while cycling in more of what is true for you. Taurus energy is also very creative. It wants to make things better. Let's improve this. Let's make this more beautiful. Let's bring in some really awesome music and let's make sure that we have beautiful lights and let's enjoy the flowers blooming and let's look for the good things in our world. So what do you need to bring into your life that matters to you, that enhances your physical reality. It brings you more joy, more harmony, more peace, more beauty, more pleasure. What lifts you up? Because this eclipse can help you with that after the removal, after taking out the trash, so to speak, after taking out what has expired, what is just taking up space but not bringing you anything in return. So check in on that for yourself and know that the strong Taurus energies are helping you with this new earth grounding. And new earth energies are a consciousness. They're a consciousness that we are readily activating and connecting with. They're a consciousness in reminding us that this is our home planet. This is where we set up shop, where we move through our physical reality, our spiritual lessons. We play with energy on this playground. And this new earth is undergoing a very intense rebirth that is part of our soul's intentions of being here. So the rebirthing within us is supporting building up what that new earth consciousness is for you that really pulls in more of what you want and more of what matters to you, which is individual for each of us. New earth energies relate to what your soul is ready to create and experience in this reality, in this lifetime that's also interacting with the new energies on the planet, how earth is evolving, how we are changing these energies on our planet, shifting them, moving them forward while we've been doing this very deep ongoing work that has involved the shadow work, the inner child healing, everything we've understood about our soul growth our lifetimes of energies that we've accumulated, what we are transforming, what we are regenerating, all of that is leading to these new earth experiences that we're creating both individually and collectively based on the new frequencies on the planet, the new downloads, the new light codes, the new consciousness that we are actively practicing and embodying as well as what we are living from. This is how we continue to evolve the earth while also evolving ourselves. It's a beautiful synergistic dance. There's harmony in this ebb and flow. So when I look at this from 
a higher vantage point, we could go back to the first Taurus eclipse in this series that we had in November 2021, where we had a Taurus lunar eclipse at 27 degrees of Taurus, which is a Pleiadian degree point, as that's exactly where our energy matches up with the Pleiadian energies and frequencies, and how that opened up more of these new earth energies for us to download, integrate, incorporate, And then we're going to have our final Taurus eclipse in October 2023 that will be at five degrees of Taurus, also a lunar eclipse that completes this energy cycle we've been moving through with the Taurus and Scorpio energies. So look at how your world has transformed. Look at what you have really faced through the Scorpio energies where you've connected to deeper levels of your power, perhaps faced some fears or some parts of yourself that you no longer want to perpetuate, you no longer want to activate in your life. And now look at how we are being guided to continue to bring in more of these Taurus energies to allow ourselves to feel stronger, clearer, brighter in our energies. Also, an expansion of your self-value and self-love frequency, which is different for each of us. But I feel like that's part of what we're moving through that is also heightened here in Taurus season. Because with these strong Taurus energies, we are deeply connecting to what is loving. What energies are loving towards me? What energies reflect back my self-worth and my personal value? What energies are kind, are compassionate, are caring? What energies also can I rely on and count on that support me in my needs and who I am? And then also being honest with yourself about what is not in resonance, what is not loving, what is not kind, what is not respectful. And this is where we are making some powerful moves and developments in what that really looks like in your real world, where you might be asserting yourself, you might be making some decisions, there could be some parts of your world that you're closing out while also investing in new parts of yourself. And this is going to be important as well as we continue through May. Now, the Taurus energies will actually continue forward even when we're done with the sun's journey through Taurus because we continue to have Uranus and Taurus. And then later this month, we're going to see Jupiter enter Taurus for the first time in 12 years. And I will have a separate podcast for you on that topic as it will continue to support the development and growth of what these new earth energies mean to you. Now, all these planets in Taurus are ruled by Venus, and Venus is currently finishing up her time in Gemini. But before she moves on to enter the soft, loving territory of Cancer on May 6th, Venus has two interactions on May 4th. 
The first is a square to Neptune in Pisces at 26 degrees. Then Venus in Gemini has a sextile to Jupiter in Aries at 27 degrees. The square to Neptune is often a disappointment. Something doesn't connect. Something doesn't come through. Venus in Gemini is where we are thinking about things, making our choices, deciding what we enjoy, what we like, what brings us life. Venus in Gemini can be very social and chatty. She has a way with words. She's wonderful at expressing herself and what's going on within her world. She also wants to connect and share. But with that square to Neptune and Pisces, there's a letdown. There's something that doesn't show up and doesn't follow through. However, then Venus sextiles Jupiter in Aries, which is about something showing up that's new and different. There's also the energy here that the Venus in Gemini is about duality choices, often two choices, because Gemini is the sign of two options, two decisions. And so it's sort of like the first choice or your first decision doesn't happen. That's the disappointment. That's what falls through or that's where you could feel a letdown of some kind. But then it's the second option, the second development or choice that is a yes and that is Venus sextiling Jupiter and Aries. A bit like, okay, this isn't happening, I'm bummed out, I really liked this, I thought this was gonna be a sure thing, it falls flat. Then gather yourself back together and something else comes through that gives you a yes, wow, this is even better. This is actually in higher alignment with what I want. And that sextile to Jupiter and Aries also gives you a surge of movement, a sense of this is the path to take. This is where I'm going to go with this. So around May 4th, and this could be in play May 3rd, May 4th, May 5th, right before and during the Scorpio lunar eclipse, there could be a sense of something you really wanted doesn't show up, but the second thing that comes through is an upgrade, is better, and is in fact in better alignment with where you want to go next and how you want to direct the energy forward. Then Venus will leave Gemini and enter into the soft realms of Cancer. And this is where there is a softening into the heart, where Venus moves from the focus on the mind, conversation, and what is happening all around her, and the energy comes back into the self. Cancer is your heart, what you're feeling, tapping into more of your emotional world. But this is done in a supportive way. This could also feel like if things have been busy, busy, go, go, especially as we've been moving through eclipse season, this is where you are ready to take a break. And that is also supported since we're still moving through Mercury retrograde. But this is where Venus in Cancer wants to do something very easy. She's looking for flow. And that's where she's going to open up. So Venus in Cancer will open up to the energies, feel into them, tap into them, and really feel that it's right for her when there is something that connects to how she's feeling and there is also an effortlessness with it. 
Venus in Cancer doesn't want to push, doesn't want to overexert herself. She wants to receive. And so when she's receiving supportive energy, when she's receiving a yes or something that inspires her, then the energy opens up and it can just feel like it's much easier to move forward. She's also traveling behind Mars in Cancer. And that means that she's coming in to smooth over anything that maybe has been emotionally in you, meaning it's inside of you, it's been circulating. Sometimes that Mars in Cancer doesn't know how to let things out in a healthy way. He can be spinning in his feelings, really locked down and internalizing a lot, not open. It's almost like it's hard to read what that Mars in Cancer is experiencing or feeling at times. But here comes Venus in Cancer behind Mars in Cancer, and she brings in some grace. She brings in something soft, kind, loving. She smooths it over by saying, hey, it's okay. We're going to get through this. It's just passing through. Nothing is the same forever. Allow it to move through you. Give yourself a break. Don't be too hard on yourself even. So this Venus in Cancer can open us up to being more compassionate to ourselves and to then take that perspective and apply it to others where we understand that everyone is moving through something right now and they're in their own micro world, if you will. They're feeling things, they're processing, they're perhaps moving through something that you don't know about and also it might might not be any of your business. That's part of the cancer energy signature is that there can be a need for privacy where there's things you don't want other people to have access to or privy to. So this is where we can really understand it's okay to give more people their space if that's what's coming up, but also to look at what do you need? What is supporting you right now? that is easy, that has flow, because this is also a time to give yourself a break and some downtime, especially after the intensity of eclipse season. Venus will travel behind Mars, but never quite make an exact conjunction to him. And that's because of Venus's upcoming retrograde in Leo. Now that doesn't start until July, but Venus will be traveling behind Mars, reminding us to take care of ourselves, to not overexert or overassert ourselves, to pull the energy back in at times, to listen to your heart, to listen to your gut, and to listen to your energy, where if you're tired and you need a break, take a break. When you're ready to go and you're feeling energized, trust that as well. Now the cancer energy is inconsistent and typically we describe it as moody, but it's only moody when you're unconscious of what you're really feeling and your moods are speaking to you. That's your emotional self telling you what you need or how you feel. So yes, there could be more of a moodiness in the air, but that's simply the energy coming up that reveals what's really happening inside of us. Now, once Venus enters Cancer, we're going to have a majority of the planets in feminine energies, in feminine sides. So this is where it will be very important to tap into that part of your energy, where you could sense that you've had to be in your masculine, you've had to show up 
execute, get things done. There's a lot that's been needed or required of you. But as we move through the second half of Taurus season, the greater focus is on the feminine energies of creativity, flow, allowing things to transpire and to simply be without feeling like you have to force it or make it happen. There's also a need here to give yourself a time to check in on your energy, to really understand what is happening within me that is revealing what I need. So yes, it's an internal energy and it's also supporting us in making sure that we're not overexerting, we're not overdoing or overproviding, which can be something that we do on autopilot. There's a retraction here where you just say, okay, I'm gonna give myself a break, clear the calendar, I'm not gonna overschedule, I'm just going to give myself a free morning or allow things to happen in a way that I don't have to manage it or control it. So that's gonna be necessary because as we move through May, we do have bigger energies picking up in the masculine signs. So make the most of the focus of the feminine energies where you can be in that flow and that ease and that effortlessness, at least to hold that intention. Because as May moves through, there is going to be more that comes up that gets our attention. And I'll be talking about that as we move further into the month. And what I'm referring to more specifically is the upcoming fixed grand cross that will be in play specifically May 17th until May 23rd. That's when the energy will be the tightest. Now I did mention this fixed grand cross in my Aries solar eclipse video from April 19th and 20th. I touch on it there because the upcoming fixed grand cross does accentuate the Aries solar eclipse energies as well. And I'm gonna have a separate video for you on YouTube walking you through more of the energetics of the fixed grand cross what that means, what it looks like, and also what the universe is signaling to us to be aware of. Now on May 9th, we have our once a year conjunction between the sun and Uranus. And this occurs at 18 degrees of Taurus this year. And this is where the sun is conjunct Uranus, which is the planet of disruption, chaos, awakening, liberation, fast changes, unexpected developments. Uranus and Taurus is where things have been breaking down in our real world. It's also connected to the energetics of the financial markets, the banks collapsing, you know, what's really going on in those financial energies. And with the sun coming across this point, it's actually revisiting a very dynamic point from last year. Do you recall that last August, it was early August, we had Mars, Uranus, and the North Node all conjunct at 18 degrees of Taurus, the same exact point in your chart. Now here comes the Sun. The Sun is conjunct Uranus now, and is highlighting, showcasing, and lighting up what you have realized since that intense conjunction from early August of last year. 
And so that would have been perhaps something breaking through or breaking down some kind of change of course since the energy was working with the North Node. And this would have been most impactful for you if you have planets or points around that 18 degrees, especially 18 degrees of Taurus, 18 degrees of the Earth signs, so 18 degrees of Virgo or 18 degrees of Capricorn, and then also 18 degrees of the fixed signs, the fixed signs being Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. So you could look back and see what busted through, what came up. Perhaps it was something really big. Maybe it was aggressive since Mars was there. Maybe it was disruptive. Maybe it gave you the courage to move forward, to do something in a new way or in a different way. These are just some of the general themes. But now the sun conjunct Uranus brings in a new consciousness. Illuminate something about the changes you're moving through, revealing this is what it's about for you. Because the transiting sun is often about our personal sense of self, our self-identity, how we know ourselves, our confidence, how we are growing and evolving in this lifetime. And the sun conjunct Uranus is showing you the changes you've made or the changes you're ready to make. And this could be something that also supports, going back to those new earth energies, something that supports what you want to do next, where you need to go next, the changes that have been ready to come forward. There also could be a sense of This is what's been blocking me. This is what has been stagnant or stuck, which is something that can show up with Taurus energy when it becomes too comfortable. This is the energy of busting out of a comfort zone, no longer playing it safe or holding back what you need. There's something here that is being shown to you at 18 degrees of Taurus that you're meant to see is a positive change, a forward moving development perhaps even an acceleration of some kind, which is part of the Uranus energy. And that's why it's so uncomfortable at times in Taurus, because Taurus doesn't want the change. Taurus doesn't want things to move fast. Taurus like steady, reliable. I'll choose my own pace. Thank you very much. So there could be a sense of, whoa, this is all happening too fast. I don't know if I'm ready for this. But the universe is saying, it's time. You're ready it's happening, let's go. So again, this will work with you more personally if you have planets or points around 18 degrees. I would include 17, 18, and 19 degrees even. And it's also important to note that Uranus will not come back to this point in your chart. Uranus is going to move forward, but it will come back and forth at 19 degrees of Taurus. It just won't come back to 18 degrees of Taurus. So that's important to note. Again, if you have planets or points at 18 degrees, there's something that is ready to change. It's ready to shift and move forward, ready or not. And the sun conjunct Uranus will bring about a focus on those surprises, on those changes, and on what is ready to move forward because it's in cosmic order. It's right on time in terms of the cosmic energetics. 
We are still moving through Mercury retrograde in Taurus. And this is also the energy of slowing down, internalizing, giving yourself space to process, think things through, not forcing a decision, not forcing something to happen, but rather to really look at the logistics involved. Mercury in Taurus is very practical. It assesses what is involved here. What do I need to do? What's it going to cost me? What do I have to spend or invest in order to get this outcome or to move this forward? So this is a good time to still sit in that and to allow yourself to accumulate different ways of understanding something, different ways of planning your next steps to move it forward. Mercury will station direct on May 14th and that will actually coincide with this incoming energy of the fixed Grand Cross, which is a standstill. So we have time here. We have time to sit, to marinate, to integrate. And perhaps that's something that feels good for you. It gives you time to slow down. This is also supportive of checking in with your nervous system, to checking in with what you need to do to take care of yourself, to ground yourself, to balance yourself, to trust a slowdown. Not everyone wants a slowdown. And so you could feel that going slower or not knowing or having things come to a standstill actually activates your nervous system, actually creates more worry. But this is an opportunity to practice reprogramming that, to look at how when things feel like they're slowing down and you're not sure what is going to transpire or what to choose or where to go next, that can also bring up some of your unconscious fears and maybe those fears relate to how much you are deeply trusting the universe, spirit, and your soul or not. And that can show you, okay, this is an opportunity to continue to trust what's coming together or what I am building and developing, even if it's not on my own timeline, which let's be honest, it's rarely on our timeline, right? Rarely. We make the plans and God laughs, as the saying goes. But there's also a sense here that even when there is a slowdown, And you could feel like, oh, I'm walking through mud or I'm just sitting in this and I don't want to sit in this or things are not happening and I thought they would. There's also a chance here that all of a sudden things come together overnight. Something else shows up because you slowed down, you trusted the process, you allowed yourself to tune into that higher frequency, and you also have removed your attachment to one particular development, one particular outcome or decision. So there's also the opportunity to open up the energy. Keep opening up the energy. If you feel you're locked in, if you feel you're stuck, if you feel also the heaviness or the burden of something, sort of like, oh, I'm really just stuck in this. Open up the energy. And I'm seeing this as something you can do with all of your chakras, each of your chakras. Like if you feel that one particular chakra is tight or one particular part of your energy is closed down, 
Open it up. Use this energy intentionally to open it up. And I'm seeing it as opening up French doors, right? Just open up the space to allow new air in, new energy, new something that will support you, support how you trust, support how you relax, support your beingness. When it could even feel like there's just too much going on or it's all out of my hands or it's overwhelming, you know, if there's something that just feels like you want to bust through, I feel like what we are moving through is this very interesting quantum energy field where you could feel like part of your practical 3D reality is moving at one pace, but all these other parts of you are in a different realm. They're in a different playground, a different energy sphere. And so there's this disconnect of what it feels like to be existing between different energy fields. And it's also part of how we've opened up our energy and we're trusting more of these parts of ourselves that exist through different expressions. They exist in different timelines and energies. And yet here we are, right? It's kind of like feeling out of body and then having to ground back into this reality where you're like, right, I got to eat my breakfast. Yes, I've got to drink more water. Yes, I have to take care of the vehicle. It's kind of like we are now beyond the boundaries of only being in the physical, but we've activated more of our own quantum experiences, and that's what we're navigating that can also feel confusing. So if this is accurate for you or if this is what you're feeling, please know that it's also quite exciting. It's invigorating. It's part of how you've leveled up, you've powered up, you've stepped into more of all of your energy and it just requires some ongoing dancing with the energies to work with them and to remain grounded in the physical reality while you are more deeply connected than ever before to your expansive energy in the quantum realms. And not to mention that the energies always feel bigger during eclipse season anyways. We just had our first Aries solar eclipse in this new incoming cycle where we move into the Aries and Libra eclipse axis over the next few years. And that is igniting more of who you are, your unique gifts, what is speaking to you, what's calling to you, more of who you are that maybe you didn't ever accept or see before, but that Aries energy wants you to have courage, courage to be yourself, courage to be independent, to go your own way, to really own all of your energy and to be in that understanding that there's room for all of your expressions in this lifetime, room for all of you to shine your light, to be in your power, and also to feel confident in that and to understand too where maybe you've pushed things aside or you didn't fully welcome parts of yourself to the table. So we're going to move through these themes over the next few years with the Aries and Libra eclipses that will also direct you to what you're ready to choose for yourself. What is truly in your heart, in your energy, where you're trusting 
who you are and what you want now. And that's going to be very important because this is where things are going to continue to split and where there will be new directions, new choices, new adventures that you're ready to follow. And so if you are ready to do something different in your life, in your career, especially if you're ready to step into more of what you're here to share and how you're here to guide people in this lifetime, this is the time to move towards those talents, to move towards those parts of yourself that maybe have been really successful in other lifetimes as well, and you're just meeting them for the first time in this lifetime. And because of this energy cycle, that's why I wanted to create the Shine Your Guiding Light program for so many of you who are stepping into your entrepreneurial path. You're stepping into what it means to honor your gifts, to direct and guide other people, to empower them, to show them more of who they are through your spiritual gifts. Whether you are an astrologer, a reader, an intuitive, you're an energy guide, you work one-on-one with people. Perhaps you do that through Akashic Records readings. Perhaps you do that through some kind of personal client sessions where you tap into more of who they are, their past lives, what they're doing in this incarnation, whatever it might be. These are the roles that are needed now more than ever because these are the roles that cannot be taken over or replaced by technology, by artificial intelligence, by anything false. This is where our humanness and our humanity is needed. So that's why I created this program as well to support you in moving into this new path and this new direction and to do so knowing that you can be abundant, that you can be successful and be so wildly happy when you trust this part of yourself and your journey. So I wanted to quickly mention that because a number of you have asked. And yes, you can still sign up for this program, Shine Your Guiding Light. You can still get the 100 bucks off of the program. And it's designed to be something that gives you more confidence in who you are and what you can do for others, especially during this very pivotal cycle on the planet. Now, before I sign off, I did want to ask for your support and your healing and your energy for a member of my family. His name is Jaden. He's 19 years old. He's a Capricorn. And this particular eclipse energy has been very big for him since last November when he was unexpectedly diagnosed with a plastic anemia, which is basically when your body stops producing new blood cells. And so he's been undergoing a lot of serious treatment. This is a rare and serious condition. And it's something that has drastically changed his life as well as his parents' life. Um, His mom had to quit her job in order to take him to all these appointments. He is preparing for stem cell treatment and bone marrow transplant, all very big surgeries and experiences. Um, And he's only 19, but he's been so strong as you would expect a Capricorn to be. And he's also been so brave. 
He initially started his treatment by wanting to make the nurses smile. And so he would show up to some of his appointments wearing his motorcycle jacket or something that would make them smile. He really enjoys bringing in positive, kind energy into every space. And he's been beautifully supported by his community. A local tattoo parlor has created some fundraisers to support him. There has been a GoFundMe account created for him and his family to move through this experience while they haven't been able to work. And he's also been very brave and honest with his doctors by telling them that he's starting to feel depressed and that this experience has been hard and it's weighing on him. And the doctors have been beautifully supportive in telling him that they appreciate him sharing that he's starting to feel depressed and to not hide it because a lot of patients might hide it or not be fully revealing, but this helps them understand what he needs to get through this, not only physically, but of course, emotionally and mentally as well. He will be staying at a children's hospital for months because his immune system is so sensitive and is undergoing such a significant turnover that he can't be around people, and that's been the case for a while now. Um, he's had to really prioritize being in solitude in order to support his health and his immune system. And I'm bringing this up because I know that so many of you are powerful healers and energy workers and that you're able to support people through these big life events. So I'm just asking for any of your healing intentions, support, blessings, light work for Jaden, for his mom, Carla, for his dad, for their whole family. He's an only child and he has his whole life in front of him. He's only 19. And of course, we know that at a soul level, these are soul choices. These are experiences that an individual moves through for various reasons that are chosen before incarnation. But in the physical world, it can certainly feel like something else and look like something else. So thank you for any energy you can send his way. They are in the Seattle area. So thanks again for any energy and support you can send their way. I'll be back here on Monday with a new podcast episode for you. There are new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And if you're interested in learning more about your astrology chart, please check out mollymccord.online where you'll find all of my current astrology courses and teachings, as well as more for your business development. Again, if you are moving into building up your business as an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, I do have a lot of resources that can help you there as well. Wishing you a beautiful journey through this Scorpio lunar eclipse portal and may it bring you empowering insights that are right on time for what you are choosing and experiencing in your life. Thank you so much for joining me as always. I'll be back here soon and I'll see you back here to continue our ongoing astrological conversation.